Okay, back at it. Episode number 10. 10 already. Woohoo! Feels like a milestone. It is. We should celebrate. Check your ego at the door. Mm-hmm. Is today's episode's topic. <laughs> and um, it's actually, um, it stems from community questions. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And uh, we kind of aggregated them into check your ego at the door yes and we're going to talk about um how to scale and modify a workout because that was one of the questions right how to know um how to scale or modify a workout best or for me Mm -hmm. um and then weight versus skill versus repetitions so what's um that gets us into goal setting Mm -hmm. right um and then pacing is another big one for today yes yeah um i think we should start with goal setting mm-hmm. yeah me because, too yeah <laughs> because that determines all the rest of it and um yeah so i'm coming in <laughs> through the door and i'm checking my ego at the door yes why <laughs> First of all, (laughs) nobody needs an ego in the gym. Mm -hmm. Um, So, goal setting in general is dependent on each individual. We're all going to have different goals, which means we're going to approach things slightly different. And that's why we need to check our egos at the door, because just because I want to, let's say, lift 500 pounds. never going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> but let's say that's a goal of mine. That doesn't mean that that's everybody's goal. But if I go in there with the mindset, I need to beat this person and this person and this person. If somebody already has a 500, we'll say deadlift. Yeah. It's the most realistic. <laughs> if someone has a 500 pound deadlift and I'm trying to compare myself to them and I need to work towards that, that's just going to be really defeating for me. So yeah. checking my ego at the door means only worrying about myself and what mm-hmm. my personal goals are and doing my best, not comparing myself to others, not trying to look macho in front of Joe Schmo next to me. You know, I, I'm doing my thing. My ego's left outside. I'm in it for me. Yeah. So that okay. being said... Yeah, let's talk about goal setting. How can I set my goals? And I think we're primarily talking about gym-related, Mm health-related goal setting. However, a lot of the stuff we do does translate into our everyday life. So this can also be, yeah, you know, I want to be able to pick my grandma up um, from the chair, whatever. Um, Can also be a goal, right? That is not necessarily gym-related or doesn't have a, doesn't necessarily have a, pound um tag on it Mm -hmm. yeah but stuff like that yes so how to set goals or how to pick goals that you want to set um again it's different for each individual we all have different mindsets different wants different needs different schedules that allow us to work on things um but i think it's important to when you start coming into the gym especially if you're new your goal should be more focused on the building the foundation for everything else. We want to make achievable goals that we can hit fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. So things like 
I'm going to set a goal to get my squat below parallel. Yeah. That's something we can work on and get to fairly quickly, faster than you think it will happen. Um, I want to deadlift without rounding my back. Mm -hmm. That's an achievable goal. So things like this are very important in the beginning. Yeah. Things that we can achieve, we can put work on them, and they build the foundation for everything else for bigger goals. And they are able to keep you accountable Mm -hmm. because an abstract goal like a 500 pound deadlift if i'm not going to work on it this week who's going to you know who's going to hold me accountable for it because there's no milestone i can hit yes unless i hit the 500 pound deadlift but how do i you know yes these are so far away <laughs> it's that's for like another lifetime yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's if i was 20 years younger yeah and working on deadlifts. Um, yeah, so having starting out with small achievable goals, something that you can track easily yep. and work on easily. Because be, because we work on these things every day in class. Even in our warm-ups, we're doing squats. We're doing um, squat-related movements like lunges, like um, burpees of squats and yep. step-ups, box jumps. All of these things have a squat, and so you're working on it even though you're not working on it. Yeah, like, you don't feel like. Yes, right. Um, this all goes along the lines of the aggregation of marginal gains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not getting there, to, we're not getting to a 500 pound deadlift tomorrow, mm -hmm. but we might get to a half body weight deadlift tomorrow, mm -hmm. and then a three quarter bo body weight deadlift. In a week or two mm -hmm. and, and and so on and so on yeah which at the end step by step gets us to whatever goal we set for ourselves yeah so i think starting out having small achievable and easy to track goals is very important it gets you going it gets you motivated you're hitting these milestones and you're feeling good once you have those then setting up little or a few long-term, more complex goals, bigger goals, like a 500-pound back squat or deadlift. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, I'm dreaming again. Yeah, That's, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, or getting your first pull-up. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, things like this that take a lot more focused work, yeah. but are still achievable. We can... Maybe not the 500 for me, but you know, the first <laughs> 300, let's yeah. say 300. Yeah. Um, you can take steps once your foundation is built, once you've achieved those easier things, um, then you can start going into the more complex, higher skill, higher weight things. Um, if that's what you want to do, yeah. you can also have goals to lose weight, to quit smoking, to mm -hmm. pick your grandkids up or your grandmother. <laughs> Yeah. If she needs it. Yeah. Um, and things like this, again, CrossFit is functional movements, things that help us outside of the gym and doing these things, coming into the gym and putting the work in with intent is what will get you towards those goals. Being around like-minded people that share similar, doesn't have to be the same, but similar goals. Yeah. Um, that accountability is really, really helpful. Yeah. And that's why CrossFit's so... Ugh, I don't want to use the word addicting, but it can be because you have those people there to hold you accountable as opposed to doing it on your own. And I think getting better inside of the gym mm -hmm. makes you better outside of the gym. Yes. That's also what's, what, what a lot of people 
coming from a global gym, from a, like a regular gym background, what you did, like the biceps curls you did, don't make you a better person outside of the gym. They might make you look better, but you can't do anything with them. Yeah. yeah. I think going through CrossFit workouts, you know, we talk, we've talked about the mental toughness before um, or doing things with intent and going into how you do anything is how you do everything, which is written on our whiteboards at the gym uh -huh. now. <laughs> um, if you put intent and work really hard in the gym, that becomes a pattern for you. If you're doing it every day and day in, day out, you're not just going to be doing it in the gym. Yeah. You're going to be putting more effort into because that's what your brain and your body gets used to doing. You're going to do it at work. You're going to do it with your kids. You're going to start yeah. putting intent behind everything that you're doing, um, which makes you better outside of yeah. the gym as well. Um, just to want to, I just want to reiterate real quick. You don't have to do this all by yourself, like the goal setting and no. how to find accountable steps along the way. That's what we as the coaches are. That's what we're there for. Yes. Yeah. Um, Please ask us. Yes. <laughs> we want to help. Yeah. We want to, we can only do that when we know your goals, but um, please do ask us for, like if you, if you have no idea, we can help you set goals mm -hmm. because we, if, for example, we know how your deadlift looks, we know how your squat looks and we can determine whether we need to work on the form or we can start working on loading skill stuff like that exactly right cool um good i have my goals mm -hmm. yeah let's say i do and um i'm coming in on a regular basis when i look at workouts yes how do i know how to scale or modify the workouts for myself without ask, having to ask a coach. Okay, so this is a perfect segue because yeah. this is dependent on your two things. One, the intended, stim, intended stimulus of the workout. Of the class. Of the class, um, which if you are not like a programmer or whatever for workouts, you kind of got to ask the coach or they should tell you like yeah. our intent is speed. Our intent is to slow down and focus on technique, whatever. They should be telling you what it is. So once you have that and you know what your personal goals are, you can look at a workout and say, let's look at the breakdown of a workout. We have, if there's weightlifting or something with weight on a barbell and you see 95, 65, you know that that's supposed to be a lightweight. Anything that's less than that. That's, that's the RX weight, the yes. as prescribed weight for the workout, right? Yes. So maybe another, maybe to jump in there real quick, why do we put the RX weights on the whiteboard? It gives us a gauge yeah. to know where we, how it should feel. Mm -hmm. So when you see the RX weight is 95 and 65, that gives us an idea if I'm not doing those weights yet, then I know, well, it's meant to be lightweight, so I'm gonna do my lightweight so that I can move quickly. Yeah. The reps are probably gonna be higher. The intent's gonna be to move quickly, unbroken sets, that kind of thing. Yeah, with the higher reps, yeah. When you see like 135, 95, or somewhere in between the low weight and that weight, that's a moderate weight. We wanna keep it, you know, maybe sets of twos, threes to fives, somewhere in there where we could cycle reps, 
but you could also do fast singles. It's a give or take. And then when you start going above 135 for guys and 95 for the ladies for RX, then you know that's in the heavier realm, moderate, heavy to heavy. And that's when we want to slow it down, do singles, you know, really focus on the form so we're hitting the movements properly. Um, So once you know this, which if you're listening, you should know it now because we just told you. then you can start saying, okay, my goal is to RX the weight in workouts. Yeah. Cool, the heavier weights. Cool. You know then that you're probably going to be moving slower until you're, until you're comfortable and stronger yep. with those heavier weights. So looking at the intent of the workout, and the coach tells you, you want to be super fast. You, you want to go for unbroken sets, blah, blah, blah. If I can only do one rep at the weight, maybe today's not the day I go for that weight. Yeah. I can get close to it and go a little bit heavier, you know, add those two and a halfs on to what you normally would and say, I'm going to try to string together reps, but I'm still going to be able to move fast. Yeah. So you're hitting that stimulus and you're still working towards your goal of yeah. getting heavier. It's this middle ground between the weight and the intended stimulus. Yes. Yeah. I like to use the example we do in the 101 with the when we teach them the pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, the workout we have them do in the 101 is there's four pull-ups, four rounds of pull-ups and blah, 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 blah. And there's four pull-ups at a time. So we talk to them about banded pull-ups, ring rows, jumping pull-ups, and strict pull-ups. Yeah. And we give them the option because... We want them to try everything. We let them try everything in the beginning, and then we give them option what you want to do. But we always tell them there's only four reps. That's a very small amount of reps, which means we want to get through them unbroken quickly. It should be something we can do unbroken. So even if you're using bands, we all know they take a long time to get in and out of. We want to move quickly. Maybe bands isn't the best idea. Mm -hmm. Ring rows is a good option because you can do four. You can make them harder and you can get through them quickly. So um, it's taking a look and knowing, ask your coach, am I supposed to be moving fast or is it okay to go slower today so that I can do the weight? Or if you're working on the skill of strict pull-ups, say, then can I take my time doing four quick singles strict pull-ups for this instead of doing bands? Or can I reduce the reps? Yes, or can I do two? So if you are intent on that skill work, that's when I would say lower the reps and really work on the skill. Um, And that's the same thing for double unders, that time domain, which cuts the reps down, right? Is working on your double unders for one minute at a time or 30 seconds or whatever the time frame is for the reps instead of trying to hit your rep number. That way you're not going outside the workout stimulus of working on double unders for 10 minutes out of a 15 minute workout. You're doing one minute at a time. You're hitting the stimulus, but you're also working on that skill. Um, so how to know on your own? <laughs> Ask the coach what the workout stimulus is. And then find that middle ground between I still want to hit the stimulus. And if going heavier allows me to do that, then that's what I'm going to do today. If lowering the reps allows me to do that, then that's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. So... And you can always check back in with your coach. Um, one thing I want to reiterate, I'm glad you brought up a skill mm-hmm. rather than, than a weightlifting Wait. movement with, with weights 
because that applies to everything, mm -hmm. not just weight. Yeah, it's a it's an easy example. It's everybody can visualize what that looks like, but the skill is the same thing. Um, what I wanted to reiterate is our the topic of the episode: check mm -hmm. your ego at the door. Yes, um, because with your goal of being able to hit higher skills slash higher weights, you're not going to show up at the top of the leaderboard mm -hmm. for that workout that you choose to go a little heavier than you are used to. Yeah. You might have been, um, you might be a, a conditioning beast and you've been on the top of the leaderboard for all the conditioning workouts, yeah, lightweight, um, high, higher reps, mm -hmm. bigger sets. And, but if your goal is to get to those heavier weights, you have to be aware that you're not going to show up at the top of the leaderboard. You're going to be slowing down a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And, but that's, that's great. That's, that's a good sign because that means you did something right in order to be able to achieve your goal. Yes. If you would be on the top of the leaderboard again and your goal was to get to the higher weights, to the heavier weights, you probably did something wrong. We need to go a little heavier. Even or <laughs> even heavier, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or something, higher skill, yeah. whatever. Cool. Um, I want to get to the last um, point mm -hmm. of this. It all ties together, which is pacing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We talked about goal setting. We talked about how to modify scale, how to modify scale with my personal goal settings now we should talk about or the, the third one that's still missing is pacing a yes. workout <laughs> yes so once you have your goals you know how to modify the workout three two one go everyone's adrenaline is bursting at the seams and you see max take off like a bat out of hell and you're like oh i need to move fast and everything you planned goes out the window. You go super hard for two minutes and then you're dying. Yeah. And you go from here, well, from up high speed to down low and crashing, for those of you that can't see my hand gestures. <laughs> um, this would be poorly paced, yep. <laughs> poor pacing, right? So again, that check your ego at the door. You can't pay attention to what other people are doing. Um, they might be doing it wrong. Yes, they might be doing it wrong. You don't know, but they could also, you know, be working on their own stuff. You have yeah. no idea. So staying focused on you, pacing is what helps us get through tough workouts or longer workouts. And so knowing that you never, pretty much never, unless it's a two minute workout, you never want to start out as fast as you humanly possibly can. Yeah. You want to work your way up to that. Yeah. So. It's something you have to, like, we can't slow you down as the coaches. It's not something we're in control of. That's what you're in control of. And so it's something you have to tell yourself, I'm going to take two breaths before I pick up this bar yes. or three breaths before I jump onto the rig. Or I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, take a sip of water to slow yourself down yeah. so that you can breathe, pace it out, and then last five minutes, last two minutes, if you have energy then you hit the gas and yeah. go and finish strong the goal in most it, it depends yes but the goal in most of the workouts should be to have something left for those last two to five minutes depending on the workout yes right 
and not to to hit the wall mid-workout and then just die for the rest of the time. Yes. The exception is those five or less minute workouts yeah. where we want to be moving the whole time and you need to hit the gas or like interval work where you have built-in rest because exactly. you can rest during the rest time. Yeah. So you want to go, go, go during the work time. Yeah. Those would be the exceptions, but it's something you definitely have to work on yourself. It's a check your ego at the door. It's a mental thing. Like I may not be the fastest starting out, but I'm going to speed up and finish fast and strong at the end. Yeah. What about overpacing? Yeah, so if you get done with a workout and you aren't hurting in any way <laughs> inside, your soul is still intact. But everybody else is. But everybody else is dying, then you probably overpaced. Or if you didn't breathe hard, you didn't sweat, you felt like it was easy, and you know at the end of the workout, if you thought it was too easy, then you probably overpaced. Yeah. You could walk through any workout that we do at a slow pace and not get anything out of it. Yeah. Um, this goes along with people saying that, you know, let's say like, Cindy, five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. Oh, that's easy. Anybody can do it. It's body weight. Sure. If you walk through it, it's fine. Yeah. Anybody can keep and that. And we're 20. Yeah. Anybody can keep that going. But if you're physically like, you know, pushing yourself to speed up or do yeah. the, you know, whatever, then everyone's going to get something out of it. Even yeah. Matt Fraser, you know. And it, it's actually the same um the same tip you just gave for the pacing mm -hmm. strategy. It's those counted breaths, it's the counted seconds, it's the intention behind a break mm -hmm. that can also prevent you from overpacing. Yeah, counting yeah. your rest, making sure you're not standing staring at your bar too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> counted three, pick it up. Counted three, pick it up. Exactly. Not five or ten yeah. or twenty. Don't walk away like with no intention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I like to, for example, if it's a weightlifting movement, I t like to take two steps backwards away from the bar. Once I hit the second step, I'm moving towards the bar again. Mm -hmm. And once I'm at the bar, I pick it up. Yeah. With intention. Yeah. I, I do. Something similar, but if I'm close to a wall, like on pull-ups or something, the rig's on the wall, I will walk, touch the wall, and walk back and mm -hmm. go. So yeah. I hit a target yeah. that I know I'm not just like wandering in la-la yeah. land, like... <laughs> yeah, perfect. You touch it and come back and go. So yeah, definitely counting your breaths for both making sure you are resting and not resting too long. Yep. If you have that set number or that target, you're going to touch it and come back or take two steps away, two steps forward. This is how you can make sure um, to get better at pacing, yep. to work on it. Cool. Um, I think we, we hit a lot of the check your ego at the door. Yeah. Just to sum, sum it up, what we just talked about is what is gonna get you better inside the gym and outside, and outside the gym. Mm -hmm. um, respecting those three things, the goal setting, the scaling, modifi modifying, and the pacing is what is gonna get you through workouts better. It's what's gonna get you more fitness, mm -hmm. more health in a shorter amount of time. If you respect those three things, 
and um, at the end of the day it's going to make you a better person I think so I think so too <laughs> cool um, thank you for listening Mm-hmm. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our channels. It helps a ton and we really appreciate it. And we hope to see you guys next time. Yep. Don't Cheers. be afraid to ask us more questions either. Cool. <laughs> Bye. Cheers.